Hello and welcome to the Memory Caps podcast, where we interview members of the Pokemon trading card game community. My name is Rafal Gladys. Each week we'll be speaking with our guests about their background with Pokemon TCG, how they got involved with the game, and give them an opportunity to share their love of the game. Today's guest is Mateusz Waszkiewicz. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Mateusz is a player from Poland who recently won the Stuttgart Regional with Palkia Vikovolt. He has also had a lot of top finishes in the past year, getting ninth place at Bremen and top four at the special event at Turin. How are you doing today? I go, uh, doing pretty good. Nice. Is there anything else you would like our listeners to know about you that maybe I, I haven't mentioned? Uh, I also got like Dayton Lil, but it's uh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, and top 64 a little, of course. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. So I'm just going to start by asking the question that I usually ask at the beginning of uh, when we do interviews, which is, what is your favorite card of all time? Uh, so my favorite card, uh, obviously, is <laughs> Vika Volt. <laughs> uh, not only because I won a regional with it, but uh, in the pandemic, there was a lot of... Uh, expanded uh, tournaments uh, online and uh, I played a lot of it with uh, Picaron with Vikavolt mm. uh, so <laughs> and even after that I tried uh, in different formats to build the deck uh, just focus around the Vikavolt so I, I just love this uh, item lock <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that there was a um... A Polish player who won another regional with Lugia with Vikavolt. Was that your idea, or do all the Polish players like Vikavolt? Uh, it was his idea, but uh, he also uh, like played a lot of uh, the online expanded tournaments. But he played the Tina Chomp with the Vikavolt, <laughs> so that's how he <laughs> got it there. Uh, he a little bit uh, consulted it with me, but it's mostly his idea. So okay, okay. I just rem I remember seeing that and I thought, you know, all the, the Polish players keep playing Vikavolt. What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> so how did you uh, first get involved with the game? Most of your like big finishes are in the past year or two. Um, did you start playing during the pandemic or before that? Uh, I started play like, uh, it was, I think, Crimson Invasion. I don't remember the year. Okay. Uh, me and friends just uh, bought uh, Team Decks. We were upgrading them and play with each other. And like after four months, uh, we noticed that uh, there is a shop where we can play. Uh, and after that, it just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just kind of went on from there. Um, what was like the, what's like the competitive like Pokemon? scene like in Poland. I mean, I grew up in America, so like Pokemon was always super big here, super big in Japan. Um, what was growing up with Pokemon like in Poland and what does the TCG look like there? Uh, it's not super popular, but there are like uh, big shops that uh, sells uh, booster packs there. So that's also uh, how I went through this. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's not like super popular, but but yeah. 
we can we can sometimes see them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So you said you uh, started by just kind of getting some theme decks. Did you have you played? Did you play any card games before that, or were you a big Pokemon video game fan, or how did you decide to get into the Pokemon TCG? Uh, so uh, I played Pokemon Go <laughs> mm. a little bit. Uh, and one of my friends uh, from school who also played with me uh, just uh, showed me it uh, and I was a, a little bit curious so I I just let it uh, give it a try and uh, I think it, it really paid off. Yeah, <laughs> literally, right? Very <laughs> some money there, right? Yep. Um, did you then play a lot? Because you said you were doing a lot of expanded um, during the pandemic. Were Were you big on playing online then? Because I know some players, like, I didn't really play much during COVID, like, in 2020 until I could play in person again. Were you just playing a ton online when everything was locked up? Uh, yeah, I had a lot of free time. <laughs> so uh, me and my Polish friends uh, all played it. Uh, I did a couple of good finish. Uh, like I got top four in the LS major uh, limitless tournament mm. with uh, DP Karam, so <laughs> and also uh, one of my friends uh, Alex Rutovic was uh, uh, had the most uh, points in the limitless uh, ranking system. So oh, we wow. both always played like same sixty. And it is usually it was Picaro, so <laughs> yeah. But also there was like standard tournaments and the rest like hexter tournaments. It's all it's it's all uh, also went uh, fun. So yeah. Hmm. So that was kind of your main way of of playing then. Um, is there because you've mentioned like Picaro a couple times now? Um, what about that deck um, was so fun for you? Why did that deck stand out for you? Uh, I think it's mostly because it was so powerful, <laughs> but also uh, it was cool that uh, we both, uh, me and uh, my friend, uh, invented the second Vika Vault in it, mm. because uh, most lists played only one. We were not sure why, because it's good in all of the matchups. <laughs> it was good because Expanded is now pretty dead, but... Uh, yeah, uh, and also like the powerful turn one attack, uh, this huge swings, it, it's just fun. Yeah, definitely. So then, talking a little bit about then the finish at Stuttgart, how did you come up with like the Palkia Vikavolt deck? It, it doesn't have a ton of finishes, I know like Vikavolt Aerodactyl was also a deck that people came up with, um, how did you come up with the idea to take Vikavolt, take Palkia, and put them together in a deck? So, uh, after the uh, pandemic, there was no like expanded tournament. I was a little bit missing the Vikavolt, so I wanted to give it a try. Uh, I saw uh, in the Australia there was like uh, new Turbo Palkia, and uh, this new Turbo Engine, so I I just give it a try. 
when I change some of my things, when I added the Vika Volt and the Speed Lightnings, and uh, tested it like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when the Lost Origin came out, I thought that uh, it's just time. Like the item lock is so strong against uh, those confies. Uh and yeah, I picked it uh, in the uh, Warsaw regionals. Me and my three friends. Uh, one of them went, uh, made the top eight. I was a little bit upset because <laughs> I hit three regis in the Swiss. Oh, we, yeah, that's we not very good. <laughs> close to an out loss, uh, even though we tacked it uh, against it. And I didn't make uh, the day two, but uh, after that, uh, no one actually still re respected, even though it made the top eight. So I thought that uh, I'll once again give it a try and <laughs> just change two things uh, for the Luga matchup. And yeah. Mm. Yeah, because uh, the Warsaw, Warsaw was during Lost Origin and Lugia had come out and yeah. Lugia was just beating everything um <laughs> yeah yeah vikavolt because you know like like we saw with the aerodactyl like vikavolt is just um there were points where it was just such a strong uh strong option uh against these decks that needed to set up with items and lugia's weak to lightning so it was just kind of like the perfect thing for that right yeah yeah outside of that deck how has uh playing in this season been going for you you had that very big finish you also made a uh, top four with lost box uh at turin um how has this season been going for you uh like the beginning was uh really good i made the uh day two and the little originals uh so i was uh, happy about that day two didn't go well but <laughs> uh at least I made it to to this. Uh, then there was the Warsaw Originals that I uh, hit these three, three Regis, uh, but still got the points because I knew uh, I will be going to Japan even uh, if I don't make the travel award or anything. Uh, but after that, uh, I won that uh, Stuttgart Regional got that 200 points and uh, start to try chase the top 22. So back uh, after that, uh, I picked once again the Vika Volt Palkia. Uh, I like, I feel that uh, this deck was so powerful. I don't know <laughs> why people didn't play it that, that much. Uh, but yeah, uh, and after it's rotated, I needed to Pick something new, so it was problematic. <laughs> but uh, I like uh, I like drawing a lot of cards, playing uh, aggressive. So I thought that I will give a try a Mew. It was okay because I made uh, two times points with it, but it wasn't as uh, satisfying as I wanted to. So I, <laughs> in the last tournament that I could have got points. I decided to play the best deck and and just pop up <laughs> with the top four finish. So that was pretty amazing. Nice. Is that kind of your your strategy moving forward? Like, do you are you still looking for like creative ways to build decks right now, or do you think that you with your skill level you're just gonna kind of play the best deck and play it as best as you can? Uh, 
I actually hate to play the best decks because they are usually the most uh, targetable. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, if I feel like there is no other way that I could get uh, the finish that I want, then I'm picking. I'm just picking it. But uh, I would love to try to build something new <laughs> and creative. <laughs> Currently, I'm working a little bit on something, but. We will see if it uh, if it will be able to compete against other decks. Of course, yeah. No, you don't have to tell me. You can, you know, <laughs> you, you can keep it keep it to yourself. Um, will you be going to NAIC, or are you saving it more for like Worlds? Uh, I'm not going to NAIC because it's so expensive. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm going towards. Hopefully, with the travel award, like currently, I'm. 700 uh, points, so hopefully that's enough. Uh, yeah, and I will be watching NIC, I will be preparing for the wards, testing uh, as much as I can, but it, we got like two week, uh, two months for the wards, I think, so a lot of time still. Yeah. Are are we getting a new set for Worlds? Actually, I, I'm actually not totally uh, sure. No, I think uh, it will be the same format as an IC. Okay, I'm pretty so, sure you're right. I just want, yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> forgot myself. Um, so, uh, like, I guess I'm I'm thinking. You know, you're saying that you're you're at 700 points, which is, by the way, a lot. Congratulations on on the <laughs> 700 points, right? Um, and like, at, at what point did you? look at where you were this season and kind of think, I'm going to start taking this really seriously. I want to get that travel award. I want to maybe get that day to invite. I want to be one of the best players in Europe. Um, was it like right after the pandemic, you were like, that you were thinking like, this is my goal? Or did you realize that as the season went on? Uh, definitely not at the beginning. Uh, when uh, I won that uh, Stuttgart's regional, I was uh, close. I I think I was three hundred thirty points. I wasn't uh, sure it's if it's like much, but after the every next uh, regionals, I got like forty points, and uh, I saw that I'm uh, still like in top of uh, the ranking. So like after the I think Bochum regional or something like that, I thought that. I should give a try for for it, and I'll just fight it for it. Yeah, and you're 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 there, so you hopefully <laughs> hopefully uh, you have a, you have a good end to the season. Then, um, are there any decks like you? You know, you said like you're you're working on something. You don't have to tell me that. Um, yeah. But just looking at the the meta going now into into NAIC, um, I think this. This episode might release around the time of NIC in the next couple of weeks. So um, just kind of looking into Paldea Evolved, what decks have been kind of uh, standing out to you? Uh, of course, Gardevoir is, seems really powerful. Uh, but I think uh, that Gardevoir can be like easily countered mm. if you prepare your deck really good. Uh, like I... I love uh, the Arcaris Ambiron uh, idea uh, because you can do 2 AD on the Gardevoir, place the damage counters with the Alakazam, and they can't, uh, they can't do anything. They can't retreat 
The only thing they can do is like uh, use the Shining Arcana, hit the energy, and then they can retreat. But besides that, it's like really heavy counter. Mm. Uh, so I like the Arceus box idea uh, because it's also uh, not super obvious uh, what you are gonna put it in there, and you can prepare easily for the meta. And I think the meta is. Just you, you, we all can see that Gardevoir is will be very popular. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about Chin Pao. Uh, in it, it feels really inconsistent. Yeah, but, I uh, agree. But if it sets up, it got the Greninja clone combo. It's it's really game changing, and the one hit chaos on the Arceus or already Lugias. So. Uh, if someone builds it really good, then I think it will be a good deck. But if not, then... Yeah, then there's not. there's so much potential, but like that turn one, turn two is just very, yeah. very scary sometimes with that deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, like you said, you got top four a turn with, with Lost Box. How's Lost Box been looking? Uh, you know, everyone said that Iono is going to kill Lost Box, um, but... <laughs> I've played some Lost Box and things like Artisan, Super Rod. Lost Box is still doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm i not sure about the Iona. I, uh, I read the uh, Grant Manley's uh, article about the Lost Box, uh, where he mentioned that Kyogre and just uh, early pressure will be enough to counter the Iona. Mm. And I would agree. Uh, but I'm not. Sh I uh, when I picked the uh, lost box uh, in Turin, my thought process was like, just uh, play the one tournament and go away because uh, this deck's uh, this deck feels really fun to play. But when it breaks or where it, it is countered uh, by something, it's like awful and the Lugia matchup is so annoying. You you just need to hope that they won't tyrannitar your resources. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no like I don't uh I feel like Lost Box will be really good, but uh probably I will look something else to play something else. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's there, there's only a few people who have been able to kind of stick with it all season just because it's such a difficult yeah. deck. And um, like you said, with the Tamaranatar, like, because you have to play it so turbo now if you're going Kyogre, so you could pokey stop your Colrisses, you know? Yeah. There's a, there's just so much that could go wrong if you're not playing perfectly, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that something you kind of think about when you're when you're building your decks or, or testing, like, kind of the, the consistency of a deck, the... Um, Kind of not how easy it is to play because it's not like Guardi is easy, you know. But I feel like it's easy. It's uh not as difficult to get Guardi just kind of set up and doing it, its job compared to like Lost Box, right? Is that a thing you think about when you're testing? Uh, yeah, I all always making sure that my deck is consistent because if it's not, then I I hate the the moment when I break. It's it feels really awful. Especially when you are playing in the major tournament and just drawing seven cards and hoping that you won't break. <laughs> uh, 
So uh, the first thing, yeah, uh, maximize the consistency if you can. Uh, and then like uh, look at the matchups and also the very important thing for me uh, is to have uh, a fun deck to play because there, then it's much easier to uh, like practice with it and uh, also during the uh, during the major tournament uh, to keep your mental. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I we all know someone who like plays a deck and even if they're winning they're just like I hate this. I don't like playing yeah. this, right? <laughs> Do you have any other like advice or suggestions for players who are looking to improve, you know, like you played so much online then you came out of the pandemic just ready to win all these tournaments, right? <laughs> um, do you have any other suggestions for players who are looking to to improve as players? What helped you so much? Uh Definitely playing a lot of uh, not just the games but the tournaments because in the tournament you're trying to win so hard uh, always like if you go into the uh, ladder and you just have the bad, uh, bad hand then uh, many times you'll just scoop and uh, <laughs> not play mm -hmm. but if you're playing in the tournament you're playing till the end uh, and trying as hard as possible so playing a lot of uh, the major tournaments uh, and also the locals, uh, like every every tournament that you can. Mm -hmm. uh, and also uh, keep your mental, because if you just uh, lost one game and then you feel really bad with this, then it's, it's just going to run down. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I had it in uh, Bochum. I, lost against uh, Brandon Kammermann on the stream, then uh, the next two games didn't <laughs> went well. Also in the UIC it was quite similar uh, and also in the uh, yeah, a little bit in the Malmo, but I feel like uh, I was playing a little bit uh, bad about mm. yeah. So part of it is just like practicing trying not to get like tilted and frustrated which all of us yeah, do sometimes exactly. right there's no yeah. way to stop it sometimes yeah but if you're doing it uh, less than it's it's really helping you definitely definitely something to practice on when it comes to like testing and preparing for tournaments are you like let me think of how to like phrase this I know that, like, uh, for example, like the Australian community, like their players, they have like like a small group of very very good players that all test together. They all end up on the same list. They're all constantly talking. Um, Poland also has a lot of very talented uh, players who are often having a lot of success. Is there that kind of communication between you, or do you have different testing groups uh, within the Polish uh, region? Uh, almost uh, in the uh, each event. When I go uh, before that, I'm making sure uh, that my deck is uh, like oh, at least okay, and I'm talking with my fr uh, friend Alex Rutovic. Mm -hmm. uh, he also does uh, the same thing uh, with me. Uh, but uh, besides that, we have our like testing group that we created before the AOIC, uh, so it's pretty recent. 
yeah, but uh, if we are not sure about something or we want to consult with uh, someone, we always can just write there because we got like 15 people there uh, and each of them is at least competitive. So we got uh, we got it. Like, Yeah, there's always someone to, to talk to with a, with a question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Outside of like Stuttgart that you won, so I'm assuming that was a that was a pretty good time. Um, is there any other event that you've gone to that kind of stands out to you as like a a favorite event or a favorite deck you've played? You know, outside outside of the one that we already talked about. Uh, there was one. Uh, there are actually two. One in the Bremen regionals. Uh, I played the Urshipo Italian. Like this deck was so sick, <laughs> uh, but also really hard to play, and that was a good thing because, uh, like, because of that there wasn't a lot of mirrors, uh, and I, like, I played it. Uh, I had uh, prepared the Moltres Italian deck for this event, and I thought I would play playing it. But uh, the week uh, before the Bremen, uh, Stefan Ivanov won with it, <laughs> so I needed to change it. So it was like one week uh, before Bremen, but uh, yeah, I got ninth place, tied my win and in to top eight, but I was still really happy because it was my first major event in the Master Division, and I got ninth, so I felt really good with it. Uh, and also there was uh, the world's champ uh, the world's championship uh, in the last year uh, where I forgot to submit my deck list on time oh. <laughs> because it was uh, usually it is in the morning but it was in the evening before the tournament so I was really stressing uh, throughout the entire day and the night. Uh, and when I uh, got there and uh, asked the judge, can I play and po uh, post my list, they agree. They said I, I'm receiving the round, my, uh, round one game loss. But I was so happy that I could play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I went, like, be besides that uh, one loss on the game one, uh, in the round one, I went 6-0-1. Into so I got into day two, so it was even like <laughs> more like I didn't know what to say wow. back then. Yeah, that's that's very good. Yeah, what what were you playing uh, that worlds? Uh, Polka Italian. Uh, I mem remember then uh, when I was testing, I wanted to play Archangel, but uh, when I tested it again. Uh, my friend, uh, once again, Alex Rutavich, <laughs> who is helping me always to pick the right deck, uh, said to me that this deck uh, is just unplayable. <laughs> I played against him. He was playing Palkia, and I was playing the Archintel. He went like 5-0 against me. <laughs> so he convinced me to play it. And uh, yeah, I, and I got it to day two. Day mm. two didn't go well, but still, I managed to go... It, to go for day one, so I was happy about about that. Yeah, I mean, making making day two at Worlds, as you know, I 
I have not had a Worlds invite, so for me, making day one at Worlds would be great, right? <laughs> but uh, no, I, th I think making day two at, at Worlds is definitely like a, a very big accomplishment that you should be definitely be proud of. And I, I do remember like last uh, last year before Worlds, everyone was saying, you know, if you want to get through day one, just play Ark Intel, just play Ark Intel. Everyone's playing Ark Intel, and Ark Intel did not do very good. Yeah, yeah. The Palka was the BDIF, and I felt if someone knows how to play the matchup, it's all my almost one hundred to zero. Like <laughs> it was such a free matchup. Uh, he needed to, like, got everything with uh, using, like, one Sobble that w could also be targetable. And, yeah, it was really hard for Arkintel. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not a, not, a, not a great matchup. And that, you know, and that meta was also, like, it's almost everything was, like, Palkia or Arkintel, you know, and then a little bit of Mew, a little bit of some other stuff. Um how have you been liking kind of the direction the meta has been heading? Because, you know, when, when you were playing a lot during the pandemic, a lot of people say that that was like the worst format ever. You know, yeah, you was... p with hammers, Eternatus <laughs> with hammers. Like, how have you been um, from kind of uh, making a name for yourself during like these these terrible formats? Um, how have you been liking the, the direction the game is going? So... Uh... Just to mention, I played a lot of expanded, not a lot of standard, like a little bit, uh, because of that hammers and it's really awful <laughs> meta game. Uh, but right now, going forward, it's I think it's uh, getting better and better, especially with the uh, Iono and the reversal energy in the new set. I think it gives a lot of creativity, uh, and yeah, we will see. I think there will be much more new decks at NIC than before like AIC and uh, other internationals yeah i'm very i'm very excited to see what people bring i'm a little scared you know <laughs> um cuz like we said there's there's some decks that kind of feel like the like obviously good like oh i'm sure guardy's good i'm sure i'm sure lost box is good but um just I think just cards like Reversal Energy and Iono is just going to... So a lot of people are going to come up with some very cool stuff. I'm very excited yeah, to see it. Yeah, yeah. Do you... Um, as we maybe begin to start wrapping up, do you have any like goals that you are setting yourself for next season? I know we haven't come to the World Championship yet, but after such a successful season, um, what's kind of your... Uh, like you looking, looking forward, what have been your goals looking like? Uh, I will be taking a little bit uh, of a break. I will still try to get the words invite. Definitely not the top 22 uh, chase, but uh, because of the school. Mm -hmm. uh, but I will still play, uh, play locals. I will try to get like two or three regionals. Uh, yeah, and we'll see. But uh, mostly I'll focus on school because it's... Uh, a really important year, <laughs> of course. And I mean, maybe you'll win a regional, and you'll be it'll all be okay, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe who knows, right? We, do you have any uh, any other people you want to shout out or um, highlight before we start finishing up? Uh, just to 
all of the Polish players. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Um, and finally, if anyone wants to uh, reach out to you, see you at any events, you said you'll be going to Worlds, um, just you go to like your locals and stuff, where uh, can people find you if they are looking to reach out to you, ask you any questions, learn about Palkia Vikavolt? Um, <laughs> how can uh, people get in touch with you? Uh, on Twitter, jzik 46 you can write to me, yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, Mateusz, thank you so much for speaking with me. I really appreciated it. This was a great conversation. Thank you for the invites. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you to Mateusz for being so generous with his time. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you're interested in hearing more conversations like this one, please consider giving the podcast a follow, review, or rating wherever you're listening. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at memcappodcast, or if you want to see me post about my own TCG experiences, you can follow me on Twitter at rzgladys. I hope you have a great day, and thank you for listening.